worship leaders, worship musicians, and those who love to worship. It's 2024, and I am starting recording on my second full-length worship album, 12 to 13 original worship songs written, recorded, and mixed here in my home studio. For my first album, one of the best things that I've kept is this right here. It's my Moleskin album journal. It has all of my notes from that long process of learning how to record my first album. So today, I want to show you what I did right, what I did wrong, and why you should be keeping a journal when you record new music this year. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Worship Homestead. My name is Nathan Smith. Today, I'm going to walk you through some of the high points of my worship album journal that I kept from my first album and why it's so important to keep track of everything that you're doing as you record new music this year. But before that, I want to give you something. If you go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, you can get access to my free bundle called the Worship Booster Pack. It has guides and online workshops for everything you need for your worship team. There's how to build a better band. This takes you through the five elements of a full-sounding team, showing you what they're for and what that instrument is not for. And it surprises me how few worship teams really understand what each of their teammates' job is. Everybody on your team should know that so that they're not doing other people's jobs. There's cheat codes for church sound. This is a quick win PDF. It gives you 25 tricks that you can use to make your live stream or your live sound better right away. There's 25 chart topping arrangement tricks. If you have a song that you've been working on with your team that needs to be punched up, here's 25 tricks that you could use right now to make that song better. Next is five elements of a full sounding worship team. This online workshop is something I usually charge for when I visit churches, but I'm giving it away for free. You'll hear musical examples of how a team should structure itself to sound as full as possible and where not to play. That's one of the most important things that I see so many worship teams miss is knowing what to play, where on the instrument to play, and when to play it. That's all in this workshop. And finally, the Ten Commandments of Worship Songwriting. I wish every worship songwriter could just follow these 10 commandments because it would instantly make their songs better. But you can get it for free. Again, this is all part of the Worship Booster Pack. Go to my website or click on the link nearby, blueprintsounds.com forward slash worship booster pack. All right, let's talk about my worship album journal. So this is the journal that I kept as I worked through learning the process of mixing and recording and recorded my first album. I should explain, I've been a guitarist for 20 years. I play multiple instruments, so I play bass and mandolin and, and a couple of other weird things, and I play just enough keys to get me in trouble. So I recorded the bass, the guitars, the mandolins, the organs and the pianos, and then I arranged the horn section and the string section that I sent off to other people. Um, and then my friend, my good friend Oscar Watson recorded drums, which was just amazing. But most of the album, I recorded myself, and then when it was all done, I had to mix it and edit it and release it. Well, I didn't know all of that process when I got started, but a few years back, I went down and, and recorded an EP in California with a friend, and as I came back, I had this confidence, like, I think I can do it. I don't know how it all works, but I, I think I could do this for myself. So I went online, and I, I started looking up you know, different YouTube videos and, and tried to piecemeal it. But it, it really wasn't working because I didn't have the big picture in mind. I didn't go to recording school. So I found this website called The Recording Revolution. 
then run by Graham Cochran, um, which is an amazing website. And he had a whole course front to back on how to do exactly what I wanted to do, how to record and edit and mix and release your own original music. And so between that and another website that I, I visited often called Pure Mix, which um, is run by Fab DuPont, it gave me all of these tutorials and courses and gave me the big picture for how to actually do this thing called recording music. And all of that I took notes on. So these courses were, you know, six hours long. There were tutorials. I, I probably watched 20 tutorials or courses on the topic and took notes on everything. And there was a lot to learn. There was, you know, gear that I didn't know about, like 1176s and LA-2As and Fairchild 660 compressors and all this vintage equipment, you know, built in the 60s or 70s that now we use the digital versions of in our computers. But, you know, I, I didn't know what those tools were. I didn't know what the lingo was. So that's in here. Also, there's microphones. You know, um, at the time, I worked at Guitar Center, so I had a, a wonderful discount. I had a lot of time on my hands. I was a, a private instructor. I didn't have much money, but I did have a good discount, and I did have a lot of time. So I, I used those two, two resources. So I would do mic shootouts and, and test one mic against another, and, and I kept all that in here. You know, what does one mic sound like next to another on vocals or acoustic guitar? And then I would, you know, watch YouTube videos of more mic shootouts. And then I would also look at different plugins. And a plugin is like an EQ or a compressor. It's a, it's a piece of software that you put into your DAW, which is a digital audio workstation. And it manipulates your sound, you know, and, and you can spend a lot of time down that rabbit hole figuring out what you want your gear to be. So again, that all went in here. Other stuff that went in here in my uh, journal was my progress for how the songs were going. Um, I had I wound up with 10 songs, and as I went through, I would keep track. Okay, I've done the bass, I've done the guitars, I've done the vocals or the scratch vocals. You know, I've, I've edited all those vocals, and that helped keep me on track because it's a large project. 10 songs is a large project, especially never having done one before. Um, keeping track of what I had done, what was left to do you know, setting markers for myself, goals that I needed to hit, that sort of thing. One interesting thing in my journal that I, I had totally forgotten about and that today, this morning, as I was reading through it, I realized is that I had originally planned to do 11 songs and one of them just didn't work. You know, I tried and and as you see me through the months going through, I'm talking about each song like, oh, this one's coming along well, the bass sounds good, the guitars are there, the drums are there. But on this one song, which was supposed to be sort of like a rewritten hymn, I, I tried to do that, it did not fit the rest of the album. All the other ones were progressing and they were doing just fine. But that 11th one um, did not vibe. It never felt good. And there's probably three journal entries where I keep saying, ah, it's not working, it's not working. And then I just don't see it. it. It drops off. And so I released 10 songs. I had totally forgotten that I had even tried to release the 11th one. Um, but there it was. It just it just wasn't coming together. That's a really really good thing to know to for me to remember is that there are going to be failures, and I think that sometimes trips us up uh, as musicians or or you're looking at a, a big project like this where you're trying to to, um, to do a heavy lift. You want it to go well, obviously. You want it to be a success. Um, Factor in that you're you might hit your head against some walls that that you might have a failure like I did. 
Um, even though I've got 12 or 13 songs in mind at the beginning of this project, I don't know if all of them are going to reach the finish line. Uh, they might, they might not. I'm, it might be an 11 track. It, you know, maybe all 13 are going to be fabulous. Who knows? But there had to be some honesty there. Like if the song's not working, just don't put it on the album. You know, even though you may feel like you spent some time that you're never going to get back, that's okay. It's part of the process. So don't be afraid of having a failure. One of the other things that I realized as I was recording this is um, the the weakest part of my my abilities was definitely as a mixer. I've been a musician for a long time. I've been in bands for a long time. I've coached bands for a long time. So I had a long history of knowing how bass, drums, and guitars, and vocals should fit together. And so in my head, I said, if I can make the music arrangement as tight as I can, it's going to make mixing easier, which it did. So I I was proud of the arrangements. Uh, But when it came to the mixing, I realized, going back and reading, I had improved so much from the time I started mixing the first track to the, by the time I got to the 10th track, I had learned so much. I had to go back to the first track and remix probably two or three of those songs over again because I had improved that much. So if this is your first time, or even if you know, you're doing another one, realize that you're going to learn a lot and you want to keep track of all of this. You know, all of the settings, all of the things that you learn about EQ and compression and reverb and delay, all that type of stuff, um, keep it. You're, you will forget so much because you're in the thick of it. Really, really keep track and, and, and have something for posterity to go back. I, I refer to this all the time. I have pieces highlighted of whether it's keyboard shortcuts in Logic, which is my preferred DAW, whatever uh, settings for reverb and delay. And I realized now reading back through my journal that I've forgotten a good portion of what I had learned. So one of my jobs with my new journal, and here it is right here, is to go back and review some of the important things that I had. It's It's been several years since I did my last album. Some of that has seeped out. I need to go back and review some of the most important basics of mixing so that I'm ready again. And of course, I'm going to keep track of everything that I'm doing with this album, because this isn't going to be the last album. So that's the thing. If you want to treat this like you want to do it for the rest of your life, you really need to focus on the process, the process of, wow, how did I, where did I pick up that knowledge? How did I learn about that piece of gear that I didn't know about before? You know, document it, write it down, have it with you so that you can easily go back and look because the process is what's going to make you great. Just having the album, if you really wanted that, you could you know, work two jobs, save up money, go into the studio, get it done. That would still be a good experience. But for me, learning how to mix and how to, to balance and how to record properly and how to arrange is so much more valuable than just the album because it means that I can do it again and I can do it for other people. This actually turned into a career for me where I've, I've recorded other artists, I've recorded other, um, other collectives, and that has been really valuable to me to have a skill that I didn't used to have. So it's not just about the music. It's not just about the album. It's about the process of learning that skill so that you can help other people. So whether you're just starting out recording music and you need to do one song or three songs, or you're like me and you want to do another full-length album, document it. 
Keep track of everything that you learn because that is so much more valuable than just the original recording. The process means that you can do this again and again and again. Hey, I hope that video helps. And again, if you need help with arranging, songwriting, cheat codes for live sound, all of that is available in my Worship Booster Pack. Click on the link nearby, blueprintsounds.com forward slash worship booster pack. Until next week, God bless and goodbye.